Welcome to In Her Space. I'm your host, Irene Wade. This is the podcast that shines a light on entrepreneurs and leaders to highlight their triumphs and challenges. Be uplifted, be inspired, motivated, and encouraged. For me, for you, for us, we're going higher. In Her Space. Let's do this. We are so excited today to have a minister, Pamela Cohn. She is an amazing woman, a minister, wife, mother, Mimi. Mimi. (laughs) Author and entrepreneur. She wholeheartedly believes being called to ministry is the reason why she was born. She has been in ministry for over 25 years alongside her husband, Elder Cohn, as an assistant pastor at Dominion CLGI located in Dayton, Ohio. She is the mother of three beautiful children and Mimi to two adorable grandchildren. She is the founder and CEO of Curated Spaces LLC and is actively engaged in her community and women's ministry. Today, Minister Cohn is here to talk about her upcoming conference and it's going to be phenomenal, y'all. The Wisdom (laughs) Seekers Conference, April 22nd to the 23rd. So we want to welcome you, Minister Pamela Cohn. Thank you so much for being a guest with us today. Oh my gosh, where do we get started? (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here today. Yes, we're, we're so honored to have you here. I mean, so much has been going on, you know, in your life, and God is doing such amazing work in in you and through you. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are for those who are new to Minister Pamela Cone? Oh, wow. Well, I would say, um, first of all, at this point, at 51, a lot of people say that's my second act because I was a mother at 17. So for so many years, that's what my concentration lied with being family focused, ministry focused. And so now that I don't have that as the main focus of my life, I had opportunity to explore those things that I wanted to pursue. But honestly, those were things that I had been doing all of my life. So Um, I think those gifts and talents that I had are now able to really come to the forefront. So it's nothing new. And I'm saying that for someone today because um, it's not an overnight success. Mm -hmm. It's not something you wake up one day and someone wants to recognize you and um, and give you an award or ask you to be their guest speaker. These are things that have been I've diligently done for um, over 25 years. Wow. So let me start there. But at the core of who I am, I believe is being called. At the end of the day, I always say I know two things for sure that God called me to preach. I heard him uh, calling me when I was 10 years old. And the second thing is he gave me three children because I was there when I had them. Wow. And so those are two things that I know for sure. The other things come out of my gifts and talents. And so people say, you're so multi-talented, you should only choose one. I don't think so. Why did God give me all the other talents? So when I say I'm an author, I'm a minister, um, that I'm an interior designer, all I'm a communication specialist, all those things were things that were in me. And yes. so once you use those talents, I don't want anyone to think that I have some kind of special formula. Once you use those talents and you pour out of the talents God has given you, he will add the increase and you will discover more. So um, the Lord is beginning to tell me to think boundless and to think limitless. And I want to share that with your audience today, to think boundless, to think limitless. Don't allow anyone to put you in a box. And so that's where I am now. And it took me a long time to get there. A lot of things laid dormant. 
But now I'm like, okay, it's now or never. Wow. And who and no one has the right to limit you and what God has given you to pour out. And if it's one gift, don't bury it. Yes. If it's two, don't bury it. Yes. If it's five, don't bury it. Because God gave them to you to serve you in this journey. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because it sounds like you're saying what we're seeing is the fruit. Yes. The seeds have been were planted for years and the cultivation of it. But now... We're seeing the fruit, the evidence Absolutely. of the work. And I think a lot of times when we are, you know, in our in our journey, whether it's in entrepreneurship and our spiritual journey, it's those difficult times that we don't realize preparing us mm-hmm. for greater, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And nothing's lost. Right. So I'm going to tell you my first job was at McDonald's. I'm going way back for somebody today because <laughs> okay. this was not on, in my mindset to say. So I'm praying that it's blessing someone today. My first job at 17, I was worked at McDonald's. I've done everything from stuff envelopes to push paper through a machine. I didn't go back to school until I was 36 years old to pursue higher education. And I started off in interior design. I had a passion for that. The economy tanked in 2009. I did it for three years. I went back to school, studied something else. Mm-hmm. The advisor said communication studies. I said, you think so? She's your excellent communicator. You're a preacher. I said, oh, you're right. And so I pursued that. African-American studies, I pursued that. But if I go back, they all everything comes together. God has a way when you're building. Building, you bring all parts together. Yeah. When He's des- designing your life, He is the chief architect. He knows how. So you have a foundation. Then the walls are built. Yes. The framework is built, and then He adds everything that you need until it's complete. So tr- trust the chief architect of your soul. Yes. The destiny, the thoughts. We love to quote Jeremiah twenty nine and eleven. But it's the truth. And I want to live the thoughts that God has for me. No one else's plans, no one else's thoughts. And that's where I am today. And they're all centered around and correlate and align with the gifts and talents he's given you. No one should is going to tell me, Pamela, you're going to be a singer because Pamela cannot sing. Right. But the gifts and talents he has given me, that's where my destiny is. And confident in that because we Absolutely. know it's the gift from God. Absolutely. And I can walk confidently and boldly. In Absolutely. That. And if wow. you don't know it, take time to sit with yourself and explore. I want to talk a little bit about because you have curated spaces and then um, you have your ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, can you first, let's talk a little bit about curated spaces. And- oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Um, um Curated spaces, I have a desire to be, I always had a desire to be an entrepreneur. My father was an entrepreneur. If we go back in my family's history, the first free slave was an entrepreneur. He had 300 acres after slavery. So um, entrepreneurship is in my DNA. Um, And curated spaces is not my first adventure of wanting to be an entrepreneur. So don't give up. Maybe you've had a desire before and it didn't work out, but it's still in you and it still keeps coming to you, then do it. I want to encourage someone in that today. So one day the word curated, curated spaces, the phrase came into my mind. I knew immediately it was a, it was a business, but I did not know what it involved. Right. So I uh, got my EIN number, put the LLC behind it, and waited for God to tell me what that meant. And so curated spaces is a fusion of who I am. Yes. It is the art of design, communication, and uh, so it's everything that I know how to do, every gift and talent again. So it's content, it's uh, design, and it will end up, it will be um home decor yes so i love interior design yeah. and so uh all and of it's that evidence <laughs> <laughs> hold 
Hold on. For those of you, all you got to do is go check out her, her, her Facebook. It's your spaces are so beautiful. And it's so important to be in spaces that inspire you. Absolutely. In her space. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is a wonderful space. This is a wonderful space. When I, this is a, you're using this space, but you've brought you into this space. And that's what you do with curated spaces is bringing your gifts, your time into that space to develop beautiful things to inspire. Others. Even content. Yeah. So content should be euphonious. Okay. So we're speaking today for the listener. Okay. That's why I keep saying that I'm saying this for someone. This is not about me today. Right. This podcast, a podcast should help someone. Yeah. A sermon should be, what is that intent, right? He said, my word will not return unto me a, to me void, but it would accomplish that which I sent it out to do. So when I'm creating, if the Lord has given me content, Lord, that part Whatever you're saying, whatever that impact is, and you don't know the impact of this this podcast, of this conversation today, how it's going to impact someone else's life, but the content we're giving, we're wholeheartedly believing that the intention is to be intentional, because God is intentional, that it's going to bless someone and have an impact on their life. So even in content, it should be euphonious. Um, In design, design should be, it has balance. Right. Design has whatever principle that you're using for that. If it's a focal point, I want when you walk in this space, that's the focal point. I want that to be your focus. If it's harmony, my living room is harmony. When I walk into my living space, uh, I feel that it's harmony. And so, uh, yes, design is absolutely important. Designing yourself. When I show up, I'm curated. And so, uh, and I got that. My mother was a seamstress. And so you didn't go anywhere without being curated, without being fixed. You without, my grandmother went shopping. She would go to the grocery store to town in a in a pantsuit yeah with her matching pocketbook and shoes <laughs> and so these are the people that shaped me i i'm i'm, I'm a product of my raising yes, right. and so but if i look good and we'll say well that's not who you are but who i am on the inside is going to show come up and show out and show up when i look and i feel good absolutely right and that involves your mental health that involves your uh your physical right that's all a part of who you are and so that's a part. if you feel comfortable in blue jeans and tennis shoes by all means show up in that but I'm, I'm gonna have to have on a little bit more because that's my personality Absolutely. and I know who showing I am up for who who you are as a person there you so go important. it's so important it is really important it's funny because we met through aviatrix yes. which was phenomenal it was so yes. inspiring so at the time, as what I needed at that time, and so many beautiful things have happened since then. I'm gonna have to catch you up on that. Um, it's imp- so important to be around people that can motivate you and inspire you. And also, every Thursday you have wis- is Wisdom Seekers Bible Study. Yes, and I have shown up more than a couple times, and it has been so. When I tell you being poured into, um, anointed, powerful. Tell us a little bit about Wisdom Seekers and how did that come about? Oh, wow. Wisdom Seekers came out of, um, I have a devotional time that I'm dedicated to, mm-hmm. and I have to have that time with God. And it, one morning he said, read Proverbs. Okay. And I said, yes, Lord. And so initially I was creating content. 
And it was right during the middle of, right at the onset of the pandemic. And so a lot of the scriptures that were about uh, don't be slowful. And so, of course, I had a lot of young young people in my congregation, young adults. And I said, you can't be slowful. Use this time wisely. And I was. I started Aviatra at the onset of the pandemic. And so... um, so I thought that was the purpose. So after I read the book and I ministered out of it, I'm done. Okay, Lord, that assignment is over. And then uh, Tara Parnell came on Facebook. She was like, join me in reading Proverbs. And so I missed the spirit. I said, oh, oh love, I did that this past summer. It's a blessing. God bless you. Hey. <laughs> so moving along. Moving along. Sometimes we can get so arrogant and full of ourselves and God. And so I didn't listen. And so Aviatra, my first cohort, I invited my financial advisor, uh, Kenneth Wilson to come on, come to our um, one evening and speak about financial management. And in the middle of his presentation, he said, you don't have a money problem, you have a wisdom problem. Mm. And I read Proverbs every day. And I looked at Saravia, Minister Saravia Williams, she was helping me coordinate. And I looked at her and, and she said, we're reading Proverbs again, aren't we? I said, yes, we're reading Proverbs again. <laughs> then it came six months later, Stacy Lawson. We, I did a, um, a Mentoring Monday session and she said I told her about curated spaces she said curated conversations I love the podcast idea she said but I think you should do like a virtual bible study I said oh no we're not doing that <laughs> I said we're not doing that I said we're not doing that Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I may have to preach on Sunday I may have to teach on Tuesday and that time we were having three services a week I may have to preach on Friday night no I know my limitations I don't have that much to pour out I'm not that anointed and that's what I said oh, to wow. myself <laughs> and so six months later sitting there in, in, in my devotional time one morning the Lord said uh do a virtual bible study and I said Lord I said I don't have enough oil to pour out I'm, I'm here I'm again I'm the same reason that I gave before he said you read proverbs every day and then I was like well yes Lord I do and I said, well, okay, what are we going to call this this virtual Bible study that I'm getting ready to do? And so I think we started off with five. Right. And so uh, I was faithful to that. I said, Lord, I'm going to go. I'm going to trust you because you asked me to do this and being obedient. Now, honestly, if he would have told me the Wisdom Seekers Conference was going to come out of being obedient to reading Proverbs, I would have said no. Right. The Lord began to show me in my prayer time and vision, me ministering to a great number of people and afterwards signing books and ministering in great power. And I said, Lord, how am I going to get to this woman you keep showing me? And sometimes we ask ourselves that there's someone that God is showing you that he has destined for you to be, and you don't know how you're going to get there. And then God sends you, I call them destiny helpers. Come on. And so he's sent to me, uh, Dr. Charlene Kinlock. And so uh, we met, uh, we both were ministering in Arizona, in Phoenix, Arizona. And we both had the same idea. We shared an Airbnb. I said, I don't know this woman. <laughs> you know how we can be sometimes. I said, I don't know this woman. And so if she's, if I feel that we're not connecting, I'm going to stay on my side of the Airbnb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was t- telling her team, I was traveling solo, and she was telling her daughter and her, I'm a bearer, the same thing. And we met, and we, where we intersected was love of God, yes. love of ministry, and uh, knowing for sure, if we don't know anything else, that God called us. Yes. And so uh, we just connected the whole entire weekend. And we literally would get excited, 
and we would preach and prophesy to one another and it would get real good we would just take off running but you can feel the connection <laughs> you can feel that connection in the in the bible study it's so real it's so genuine there was a time where you were just prophesying into the lives of the women that were um, present. And when I tell you it was such a blessing for me, I even received a word which let me know I need to move, you know? And, <laughs> and sometimes you need that. You need it. To say, get up and get moving. Get you know? up and get moving. Um, and I received that word during the time that I was on. And I know the other women was blessed because it was evident. When tears are flowing, when, when the... When when uh, when the word is coming forth and it's validating what God is already giving you. Yes, it should. When someone gives you a prophetic word, it should not come as a complete surprise. Right. And that um, was happening. Yes, <laughs> it should. It should be confirmation because um, it's in line with what God has for you. Yes. Because if you're speaking by the spirit, the Holy Spirit agrees with um, with God. Yes. And so if God has that for you and the person is speaking into your life, it should not come as total surprise That's to you. Good. And uh, and it should be in line with the plans and the thoughts that God has for you. And hopefully he has presented that desire in you already or that thought to you already. Yes. And so the... Um, um, you know, or it could be something you don't think about, but it should come up again. My mother prophesied to me over 20 years ago that I was going to be a Christian author. Right. And my children were at home. They hadn't even gone to kindergarten yet. Mm -hmm. And Stefan is 28 next week and Brittany just turned 26. So this is how long ago this was. And my first conversation, I love to write. And I said, when, <laughs> when mama? And she said, I don't know. She said one day, but it's going to come to pass. Oh, wow. And so that one day, you don't know, the prophetic word could be for many days, mm -hmm. right? But it should be something. And if I couldn't put two sentences together, then we're not going to be a Christian <laughs> author. Come on, somebody. So, um, but she said that to me, and I was writing at the time, but I had I didn't know that next place. And so it could be a word that someone spoke in your life years, many years. Yeah. It could be, the, the word could be for many days to come. Yeah. Um, but it's attached to a talent and a gift you already have. Right. And the direction and the plans and thoughts God already has for you. Yes. That is for sure. And so when it came back up, that prophetic word came back to my mind. My mother forgot that she prophesied that to mm. me. And so now we are on four books published and one right now uh, getting ready to come hot off the press. Wow. I'm 51. Right. Wow. So that was over 20 years ago. God is faithful to his. God promises. is faithful to his. If he has that for you and the mouth of the Lord has spoken it and he has and his hand has written it, it's going to come to pass. It's going to come and, to and pass. And I, I have a rule. I don't say unless God say say. Yeah. So if you say you see something for me, if Pam ain't saying God, uh, <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> you know, you you mentioned the fact that you were a, a teen mom and mm -hmm. your journey uh, going through life and as you were raising your family. Um, can you tell us about, you know, even overcoming difficult challenges throughout your life and your adulthood or uh, even in mm -hmm. entrepreneurship? What drives you, what pushes you, what keeps you going, even despite the challenges? I would say my foundation in, in my faith. Mm -hmm. And when people say um, minister and they say faith, um, we're all, I don't think that we have some type of uh, monopoly, right. right, on getting it right. 
okay? In fact, we just studied yesterday in Proverbs 24, it says a good man falls seven times, right? And so um, at 17, now mind you, I live right next door to the church. My parents were founding members and I was 16 and pregnant. Right. I love somebody. <laughs> and so, uh, but I remember that day that I, I, I decided, you know, when you make that decision and you're faced with a difficult decision, I said, Lord, if you help me have this baby, I'll serve you all the days of my life. And so, and LaJoya is a blessing. Yeah. I mean, she's um, ugh, she's going to be Dr. LaJoya Reed Shelley. Come on, somebody. Wow. And so um, <laughs> I couldn't be blessing. more, that's a blessing. I couldn't be more proud. And I had people, I called these uh, your destiny partners, my parents. My father said God can't put them, God did not put a mouth on this earth that he cannot feed and you're going to be all right and we and you're going to be okay and so i believed him and so those people that are in your life some people can speak negative and some people can speak positive things in your life i was blessed enough to have uh, a tribe and so i'm going to say you can't do anything by yourself yes by yourself the things that did have held me back were um negative thoughts right were limitations either by myself or someone that i trusted and so, or some, yes, yeah, someone that I trusted, uh, when it came to me, said, oh, you have to make up your mind. You can't write poetry and be an interior designer. You know what I did? I hid my poetry uh, for years. Uh, I just, I, things that I wrote in 2009, I just published in 2020 uh, because I took those words and I ingested them, uh, right? And Proverbs say they become wounds, Mm. The, the the lies of the tailbearer they become wounds and so you have a belly full of words negative words and so those things stopped me even a few months ago the lord spoke to me he said you've only gone as far as people have permitted you to go and so you take that as a truth right right and we'll say the lies of the enemy but they come out of the mouths of others or either they come directly to you mm. right and so um uh i started to I'm now I've stopped believing the lies of the enemy, right? right? Exactly. Whose report should you believe? I'm going to believe the report, the report of the Lord. That's and his report says something so different than these belly full of words. So I have people who spoke positive things. My mother told me I was spiritual yeah. and she told me I was smart. Now, mind you, I wanted her to say, Oh, Pam, you're so pretty. Oh, Pam, you're so this. And you're that. She never, she said two things. You're smart and you're spiritual. Those things have played out. In communication, we call that self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And so she spoke that over my life. Mm. And so those things bear true, and those things have served me today. Yes. The other things, then I have asked God to purge me of those things. Yes. An entrepreneur cannot make it with negative words. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You it have will, to constantly yes. battle that because... It will suck your energy. Absolutely. And it, it'll block creativity. Yes. You can't move f forward. You have to be able to to, to knock those things yes. out. So, yes. And when they come to you, my advice is leave the conversation. Yes. I will get up and walk out of the room. <laughs> this conversation is over. This conversation is over, right? Or I got to go. Absolutely. Right, my baby crying ain't even got a baby anymore. Get off the phone. Creating boundaries <laughs> to protect. Yes. To protect your energy, to protect your spirit, to protect everything around you, so that you can be, you can continue to move forward. Because there's so many obstacles out there already. I don't already. Need your word. I don't need. I don't. Look, I don't. I, what did I say the other week? I don't need you to uh, help me to doubt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I need you to help me to believe. Yes. Help me to have faith. And you know what? I wanted to touch on this before it leaves me because you Go said ahead. something about the fact that you hid your gift, you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of because of what someone else said. And how many women or how many of us sit and hide our gifts and talents just because they may not necessarily have been validated by someone else. Absolutely. Because I remember this quote by Miles Monroe. He said this so phenomenal. He said, the grave sites are the most richest places in the world. And I might not be saying it, but basically what he was saying is so many dreams and visions and gifts are laying there because no one, they, whatever it would block them from getting into and working in their gifts and talents and pursuing their dream. We can't allow that. Cannot allow come it. Against that. Come against that. <laughs> you know, I've asked for a long life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking I have 49 plus more years. Yes. And so, but when I see God. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm just getting ready to speak. <laughs> when I see God, yes. I want him to say, well done. Yes. Thy good and faithful servant. And I don't want him to ask me, Pam, what did you do with the, that talent I gave you? Mm. What did you do mm-hmm. with that? And I don't want my answer to be, I buried him. Right. I don't want to do that. Because somebody else needs it. Yes. There is someone meant to come in contact with you to be inspired by what Absolutely. you have to give. And for those of us who are operating in our gifts and talents, we don't realize the impact that we're having. A lot of times you don't know it when you You won't know it. You won't know it. No, you won't know it. Absolutely. And it's your legacy. And you're building legacy as you go. And um, and so you want that. Mm-hmm. You want, I, I want uh my whatever legacy, whatever people say f- about me, to be uh, in regards to my faith yes. and how I served. Yes, absolutely. Right? And how I allowed myself to be have a human experience, yes. right, and to be able to be used by God. And I want people. That's my desire. Yes. Is not to be because um, I tell a lot of people you don't have to call me minister, <laughs> and I don't. Sometimes I don't know how I feel about the term. Um, First lady, mm-hmm. and I know it's a role, and it's one that people uh, and I always say, you can just call me Pamela because my mother named me. Um, at the same time, but the, my hope is that when you come in contact with me, you will feel and experience the love of God yes, from me, absolutely, uh, no matter what. Yes. And so um, that's that's the legacy that I would love to leave behind. But I want to do the work that he has given me yes. to do in the assignments. And I don't need to pick up your assignment, right? Cause I may, I don't have the skills. Whatever your assignment is, you already have the oil in you to do it. Yes. Oh, wow. It's already in. It's all, you came here with it. Oh. But sometimes you just need to be in those spaces for it to be cultivated. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it can, it can come out of you and flow and you can operate in that thing. And that's why it's so crucial to understand your tribe. Like you mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, it's so important. You've dropped so many gems today and so such an amazing conversation right now. Um, We talk, you talk about a lot about wisdom and Mm -hmm. and I think you've already kind of touched on this a little bit. The greatest sources of wisdom in your life. You've already identified um, your, your mother speaking into your life. Um, you know, what other areas in your life where you have you found wisdom that you were able to pull from to to do the work that you're doing? Well, I had some wonderful spiritual mentors. Okay. And so um, my bishop, um, everything that I know and learned about the word of God, I learned from him. Yes. 
And so you always see at the front of any publication is dedicated to him and my mother and my family, of course. Um, but that sense of wisdom, and it can come when you're not even looking for it. Yes, you and know, that's true. That is true. And I, I thought, and never think that you have arrived. Mm-hmm. Because Paul says that, I count not myself to have apprehended, right? And so wisdom cries in the streets, yes. in the marketplace, right? That's what uh, Proverbs 1 says. So it will come in different ways. I've had mentors in different spaces. One of my greatest ones as far as my career came out of my former employee. Wow. And um, Robin Gentry McGee. And she empowered me. Uh, she asked for seven years of experience. I had zero. Wow. Uh, but I stepped out on faith and I applied for the job. And she saw in me what no one, I looked for a job for a year, no one else would see. Mm. And so I learned so much from her. Her, um, She slew many giants in the space in which we worked. And so things that she taught me from being a CEO, I apply today. Yes. One was always, what do you have? And it reminds me of the scripture when Jesus fed the multitude and he asked Philip, he says, we can't, we can't, we don't have provisions. And Jesus said, what do we have? Do we have? And so she would always says, okay, what do we have? Let's start where, from where we have. Right. Yes. And so, um, and I'll say that all the time. I'll ask my, uh, my future COO, D'Ambria, De- I said, okay, where do we, what do we have? <laughs> What do we have? And honestly, we started this year with two fishes yes. and five barley loaves. <laughs> and Deandra is in the room. Yes. We want to shout her out yes. for being here. And she's, I know she's such a beautiful Oh, my God. She's awesome. Yes. I, I needed her. And then having wisdom to know your limitations, your own capacity. Come on now. <laughs> for yourself. And knowing that you need some help. You know, a lot of solopreneurs, we do have solopreneurship. Um, um as a word now, but after a while you need some help and ask your friends, ask and, uh, and be wise enough to have people on your team that's gonna tell you the truth um, in love, right? Yes. And then have ear to hear when they do tell you, that's what another uh, a church vernacular, have ear to hear, the word of God says you have to have ear to hear. Yes. And, uh, and sometimes you don't wanna hear. Yes, yes. And the Holy Spirit, he, he rebuked me one, one morning. He said, you ask, but you don't have ear to hear because you argue back. And so why do you ask? And they pour out. So if you have a mentor that is pouring out to you and you ask and they tell you something that you necessarily don't want to receive at that time, then um, he will come back. The Holy Spirit will come back and tell you, yes. trust me. <laughs> Why are you asking if you don't want to know and you don't want to hear? Um, another uh, the oddest place, and I always say he's one of my greatest mentors and teachers, and I didn't even ask him to be my, my mentor. I asked him to be my financial advisor. And he always, when I wanted to uh, uh, publish my book, and I wanted it by a certain time, he said, you publish when it's right. Yes. You do this when it's right. You launch when it's right. Yes. And so that sticks with me. And it could be a one-liner. It doesn't have to be uh, we have to have a, ho- a whole entire, you know, um, session. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, my husband, Stephen, always says all things, nothing will be lost. Yes, nothing, nothing will be lost. Yes. You will uh, find it. And those are things that, that stick with you, that hold you up. Yes. You know when it's time to apply that to apply that uh, lesson that you've learned. 
Um, and from people that can mentor you that you don't even have connection with. Yes. Um, my greatest muse has always been Oprah. Yes. She was the first person that I saw on television that looked like me. She had a big head. She had brown skin, a round nose, yes. and full lips. Yes. I was like, look at her. That's me. Yes. And so the things that she said uh, over the years uh, have stuck with me. And so um, they can come from different sources. Again, my mother and my grandmother um, always do your best. It may not be the best, but it's your best. And these are things, that are, they're practical, yes. right? but they will help you along the way, treat people the way that you wish to be treated. That goes a long way because it will come back on you. Absolutely. Um, and and uh, boomerang on you. I learned from my children. Yes. I learned from my children. Uh, Toni Morrison said, ask the question, do your eyes light up when your children enter the room? And so, and I was a judgmental mother. Stand up straight, tuck your shirt in, tie your shoes, did you brush your teeth? I mean, it was always, I picked the lint off of them. Because really, in essence, you're saying that's my report card of how, what good of a parent I am. And when she said that, it resonated with me. And so I started doing it. Every time they walk into the room, my eyes light up. Yes. I don't care what time of day, how many times I've seen them. Now this is wisdom right here, yes. And then so uh, my son, I would say, it was so wonderful to see you get more, whatever it was. And um, he came in one day, and I did it. And he said, Mom, he said, here lately, every time we walk into the room, you're just so happy to see us. It's like your face lights up. And I told him where I got it from. Tony Morrison said it on the Oprah Winfrey show. He said, thank God for Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) (laughs) But it changed the energy in my house. Mm -hmm. And so affirmations are so um, important, affirming your children is very, very important. Affirming yourself yes. is very, very important. I had um, an instance a few weeks ago, and um, I wasn't feeling um, attract. We have woman moments. Okay. okay. The one thing I did learn from a great mentor, uh, she, I just found out she passed not too long ago. She said, um, I know you're a woman of God. I know you're a prophet, but do you know you're still a woman? Hmm. And that has stuck with me. Wow. And so I was not having such a moment of feeling beautiful like a woman. And then uh, Sister Mary J. Balaj came out with Good Morning Gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get started on. And so I had, I, love I said, song. thank you, Sister Mary. Thank you, Sister Mary. On time. On time. That was an on-time prophetic word in my life. And so... Um, it can come from anywhere. Yes. Oh, my God. A word and we of have to be open to it, too. Like you said, it can come from anywhere. And what I love about what you mentioned earlier today is understand is is knowing your limitations and being willing to ask for help. Yes. But then also it's when you understand and acknowledge your limitations, it actually increases your capacity to receive more. When you receive the help that you need. When you need it. You say, help me. Right. It's pride when we don't. And, and it's and really because we're so used to carrying the low, but yes. but when we acknowledge that there are others that are willing to make that eat light that load lighter, it can help us. It can really help us on our journey. Absolutely, and you know uh, what just came to my mind: you have to know you're worthy to ask people for help. Yes, when you are one that pours out all the time, mm-hmm. to ask people for help. And um, and after a while, even if you don't have that limitation now, when we first started in ministry, oh, my God, I could um, preach, pray, and prophesy all day 
and then serve the fellowship meal that I have stayed up cooking half the night and then clean up afterwards and vacuum and, and clean the toilets of the church and then go home. I was 30. I can't do that anymore. There's limitations, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but at that time, that seemed like it was a great testimony and it worked something in me, my faithfulness to the ministry. Yes. Um, uh, but I didn't articulate that I needed the help. Yeah. And so you could be in a space now where you don't think you need the help and maybe you don't feel you're worthy to ask for the help. And if you have poured out, if you've sown those seeds, they will come back because what you sow, you will reap, yes. right? That is a, that's a, a, a physical law and it's also a spiritual principle. And so when I found myself, I had booked on one Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m., four appointments Wow! at six o'clock oh my gosh oh wow oh no ah! I, I can't I, I can't even imagine and you know what i think i mean you were one you were supposed to be on my podcast and god gave me grace because you called me and you said you said i have to cancel today i said like, cancel today what am I talking to you today? And Felicia, she was like, I have to cancel. I said, cancel today. So I had two podcasts. Girl, true story. I had two podcasts scheduled that day. Oh, wow. I was supposed to be in Cincinnati for AVH's 10th anniversary celebration. And I had a facial. Mm. All at 6 o'clock the same day. I called DeAmbry. I said, darling, I said, can you help me? I, I, I have come to the point to realize I really do need some help yes and then I didn't want to take the help because then you feel like you you think you're all that that you have an assistant I'm talking to somebody today and I felt like well people gonna think you think you're all that little did they know you know I'm like okay babe when I get paid you're gonna get paid (laughs) right would you come help me and people you you're so worried about what people think about you and so I wasn't accepting the help and we were supposed to have a photography photographer come and Dr. Charlene had come and we were had a planning meeting. Okay, Pam scheduled the photographer. <laughs> Not using my help because I didn't deem myself worthy right. to say I had an assistant. Oh, let me tell you. So I had her scheduled. I gave her the date for Sunday and we were dressed eyelashes on girl. Oh, that Saturday. That Saturday. And DeAmbry said, um, Courtney said she's not coming today because you told her tomorrow. Yes. And I and so God's grace, I just asked Naija, I said, do you know a photographer? And so and she, we had someone. It was the grace of God. Yes. But it was another example to me. I said, okay, Lord, I hear you. Yes. And I understand I cannot do this by my self yes. and so I am grateful it's not a day that I don't that goes by I don't know, tell her how grateful Absolutely. I am for having her and I'm just gonna tell you right now I don't care if anyone does think that I think I'm all that because I have an assistant I need the Ambria. <laughs> I do but I do what? I love the fact that you are worthy that's what you are worthy you are worthy absolutely you are worthy and if you have sown and you've done the work uh deem yourself worthy Absolutely. deem yourself worthy Wow, um, I want to get into what's Go coming ahead. up. It's up Yes, here. <laughs> yes, come on. For those of you who are um, looking in or uh, live streaming right now um, on this display here is the upcoming Women's Conference, the Wisdom Seekers Conference. Um, There's Minister Pamela Cohn, of course, uh, Dr. Charlene Kinlock. Yes. Um, gospel artist Ernest Pugh. I yes. I mean, um, is going to be phenomenal. I know some other women are involved and uh, powerful women of God. 
tell us about this particular conference and why people need to be there. Oh, you need to come. You need to come. Wisdom at the Gates is going to be an opportunity. Uh, from one thing we've noticed, Dr. Charlene and I have noticed that um, the Lord wants to help women at the place of whatever gate you're, you are. Okay. And you need wisdom to get there. And it's going to be, this is a move of God. One, this is not the assignment. This is, we couldn't have made this up. God literally put us together and put this assignment in our hearts and minds to do. And it's going to be such a move of God that it's going to be enough power and wisdom present. We're starting Friday day with a panel, Wisdom in the marketplace, wisdom in time of crises, wisdom in leadership, wisdom in your homes, and wisdom in ministry. All of those are power-packed themselves, and they're going to be women who have uh, been there where you are to help you give provide wisdom for you to get to that place in your life makes no difference where wherever you are because you need wisdom in every space whatever problem you have you have a wisdom problem if you have if you need to understand how to do business you have a wisdom problem if you need to know how to get through a crisis you know what your main problem is you need wisdom and so and then each night friday night and saturday night is going to be great singing gospel artists uh, uh, Ernest Pugh is our special guest uh, praise and worship leader for both Friday and Saturday evening. And then Friday evening, um, I will be bringing the word of God. And so, and I like to have, ch- I like to have church. I like panels. Panels are nice. And, um, but I need but to have church. we need to have some church. We need to have some church. If you want some chains to be broken in your life, you need some church. Yes. You need some church. You need some church. And my son and and uh, his good friend, uh, they're going to be our musicians, uh, Pastor Franklin Clark and my son, Stephen Cohn. And let me tell you something. They're dynamic musicians. And um, and so he already knows. I said, we already. And I like to praise the Lord. I'm a, we call it now enthusiast. I've learned that in my new uh, master's program. I'm an enthusiast. And so I'm, 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 we're going to praise the Lord. It's going to be a dynamic time in the Lord and I'm praying that God would give me a word put the words in my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in this sight and that he would give me a word to bless the people of God and so then Saturday we're going to come back again we have my good this lady and I grew up together uh and and now she's a pastor in Florida she's going her name is Pastor Mary Reeves and she's going to do our praise and worship that Saturday morning along with D'Ambria and Miss Billy Ewing they're going to be her backup they're going to be her do-up girls her backup singers and that's going to be a blessing then we're gonna have a beautiful lunch and beautiful lunch to get together and just fellowship and then the saturday night you do not want to miss dr charlene kim like i have never heard a woman preach with such power as this woman and um i mean um my goodness so uh she is powerful she is definitely a prophet for the nation she's a woman of god she's from the island of tobago and uh, she has been just uh, a wonderful inspiration and mentor in my life and uh, just awesome. And so we've been partnering with this uh, virtual Bible study. And if you've come to the Bible study, oh, you, you know. <laughs> but you have not missed it. It's witnessing her live. Oh, my goodness. Witnessing her live is something totally, totally different. It's a total different experience. And so she's a woman of faith and power. And uh, you will definitely get a sure word from the Lord. And so if you just really want your things to be confirmed in your life, um, you want um, 
empowered to be able to go to the next step. Yes. You have to get charged. Empowered women empower women. Can I say that? Yes. Absolutely. Empowered women empower women. And so we're expecting a thousand women seeking wisdom to be there. And we come together with the same mind that we really want wisdom to get to the next gate. And the next gate is your next place in life. Come on. Right. Where you're going next, where God is showing you that he wants you to go. And my question to myself was, Lord, how am I going to get there? And he connected me with this powerful woman of God. So you keep showing me this. How am I going to do this? Right. And God is showing her things and people keep saying this and people keep saying that you said, Lord, how am I going to get there? You need to be at the wisdom seekers conference because that's what it's all about. Wisdom at the gates and a gate is not a door. Let me tell you that a door goes into a room. Mm -hmm. A gate can go into a city. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Somebody need to catch that. Right. A door. If God opens a door for you, because God is getting ready to enlarge. Come on now. Come on. You caught it. You caught it. It's a it's a larger space in her space, listeners. A gate opens a larger space, and if you want God to enlarge your territory, you want Him to stretch you. And this is stretching me. This is a faith walk. Denver said, "Every day we walking on water." I see this baby. Every day we walking yeah. on water. Um, and you want that in your life because you want greater. Boundless, limitless, right? And stop allowing people to put the lid on you and saying what you cannot do. Mm -hmm. A door is nice. A door is nice. It's nice. But a gateway, whoo! (laughs) A gate, what God wants to do for you, honey, you got uh, the door. The gate has to swing open. Mm. And that's what's getting ready to happen at this conference. Gates are going to swing open. And you need the power of God to open a gate for you. Gates are going. Gates are going to swing open in your life. I'm just gonna say you need to be. there. You need to be there. <laughs> you need to. I can feel that right now. My God. <laughs> Woo! April twenty second through the twenty third. This is so phenomenal. You have uh, Minister Cone has has said so many beautiful, amazing things today. Um, I know that when you set out in the beginning of this interview, you said the intention is to impact someone else's life. And I know that that has happened. It's been a blessing to talk to you. It's so easy to talk to you. Um, One of the things that I want to say and speak into your life is I know that God is going to do amazing things in your life because of your heart for others. And um, I know that because I experienced it personally. And a lot of times people don't realize how they're speaking into you and what they're doing for you and how they're planting seeds of life into you. (laughs) You know, they, you don't realize you just think they're just sitting there looking, but they're taking it all in. I was one of those ones just taking it all in. (laughs) And I'm so grateful because I know that I can't even do what I'm doing right now unless someone else has poured into my life and blessed me. And I've, I have so many other people to be grateful for that he's allowed to come into my life and be a blessing to me. So I'm grateful for you. Thank you. Grateful for you. I I want to um, give you the final words. This is our final words. We do it every every podcast. We um, we ask that you speak into the lives of women who may be listening in. I know you've already shared a lot of wisdom, but these are your final thoughts. Um, Share with us um, what would you speak to the person who may be listening in, who may be going through some difficulties, who may may be going through challenges. What are your words to them today? 
Oh, thank you so much again for having me today. I would say what has been really impressed upon me lately by the Holy Spirit is that God really does know the plans he has for me. And those plans predated, as they say in church, catch this now, those things, those plans that, and thoughts that God has for you, they predated when he said, let there be light. Because Ephesians 1 and 4 tells us that these were the plans that you were predestinated before the foundation of the world. And so it predates Genesis 1 when he says, let there be light. And so I understand and come to the understanding and realization that before there was Eve, he knew there was going to be a Pam. Woo! Yes. Oh my God. And so those thoughts, I want those thoughts. My time didn't, I was born September 5th, 1970. My time did not, my, my, the thoughts God had for me predated 1970. Mm. They just didn't happen when I came into the earth realm. Mm. They were already, he had me in his mind what my life is. And so that's what I want. So opposed to you wanting someone else's limited thoughts for you, seek the thoughts and the plans that God has for you. And you can't go wrong. Mm. You cannot go wrong because I would, I will guarantee you is greater than the thoughts in the plans that you even have for yourself or that someone else had for you. And this brought me so much joy to be able to walk in this realization. Is it uh, scary? Yeah, when Peter got, we always talk about Peter, but he did get out that boat and he did walk Mm -hmm. on the water, right? It's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. But I know, Lord, if this is what you said, that this is a part of the plan that you have for me and this is part of my journey, that I'm going to trust you more than I trust man than what they say that they see. And so he's just been speaking, and I'm going to say to you, think boundless, Mm -hmm. think limitless, and ask God for those plans. We love to quote it. 29 and Jeremiah 29 and 11. We will have to quote it. Now it's time to live it. It's time to live it. It's time to live those thoughts that he has for you. And so, and to chase them down, to chase them to Lord, I want to live those things. And I'm not going to allow or permit anyone to hold me back because they don't have the right. I mean, really, when it comes against what God says that he has for me, and I will tell you that they're in direct correlation and they align with the gifts and talents because he will not ask you to do anything that he has not already equipped you for and it is in you and if you would pour the oil out that he has given in you you will prosper because that's why he's given it to you in order for you to prosper it is in you it is in you it is in you. And then he will send you the help. I was saying all last year, well, Lord, send me the, the how, send me the where, send me the when, send me the who. And he started doing that. And so here I am now. It's a faith walk. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Every day, every day, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. We started this year literally curated spaces with two fishes and five barley loaves. And I said, okay, Lord, but I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Trust him and trust the plans that he has for you. And I I promise you, I, I don't feel like I'm working. I don't feel like I am um, I'm burdened down. Do I get physically tired? But I'm like, Lord, what next, Lord? Yes. I'm I'm going around setting with great 
sitting in great expectation mm. and great anticipation. It's time to come out the box, my sister. Yes. It's time to come out of the shadow. It's time to empty yourself of the belly of words of someone negative thoughts that they have for you. It is your time. It is your and it's time for you to find your space. It's time for you to find your space. And you'll have joy and you'll have peace that comes with that. So again, I hope to see all of you at the Wisdom Seekers Conference, April 22nd and 23rd. I personally invite you to come to the Apex Community Church. The Lord has been blessed. I mean, every day it's a miracle that we see. It's a blessing, a door that's open because God wants to bring this yes. to you. He wants to bring. You can go out and you can register. You can put the link out. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm going to definitely do that. Can you tell us where they can go yes. to find out more information about uh, the wisdom at the gates? Okay. So we, you can go, the, probably the easiest, most simplest place you can go is Facebook My at Pamela Cone. Yes. Okay. Pamela Cone. Pamela Cone on Facebook. And then you'll see the link out there. And we do have, it'll take you to the registration link that we are uh, working with the team to be able to promote it. You can also find me on um instagram at pamela cone no i'm on instagram as a uh, curated spaces okay gotcha. at curated spaces on instagram but my facebook as my children tell me mama you tell everything on you tell your whole <laughs> life on facebook well you know I, i'm a, i'm a mother i'm a minister and i'm a me me you're gonna find that and uh and a, a preacher so a minister so you're gonna see that yeah. On my Facebook page at Pamela Coney, you'll be able to find that link. And, and we'll also attach the link as well once mm -hmm. we post the podcast. So be on the lookout for that. I thank you so much. This was so, such a blessing. I just want to just point out a few things that you mentioned. Know you're worthy. Ask for help. You are worthy. The gates are going to open. <laughs> the gates. Those gates, girl. Seek the thoughts God has for you. You. Mm -hmm. Think boundless think limitless. yes come on now it is your time and find your space thank you so much what a beautiful wow. beautiful time today i'm so grateful for I those enjoyed of myself you. <laughs> me too, I'm here too. Good. thank you so much for those of you who are listening in you are listening into the in her space podcast you have heard some amazing things if you want to hear more um, you want to check us out on Facebook, the In Her Space podcast. You can also check. We have a private Facebook uh, page. Um, you can check us out there, the Empowered In Her Space group. Um, if you're interested interested in being a guest on the show, reach us, reach out to us on In Her Space or message me, Irene Wade, on, on Facebook as well. Um, again, we're here to shine a light on women, um, leaders, and entrepreneurs, and we've done that today. And thank you so much, Minister Cone, for shining your light into in our God. space, and we appreciate you. And so until next time, we thank you all so much for listening in.